Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello everyone and welcome back to the new segment of the week of Sure to be Grand, where two Irish idiots claim to think they know the important things that happened this week in relation to movies, TVs and games. Hello, it's me, uh, Daniel, and say hello, Owen. Good evening. Good evening, or morning, whenever you're listening to this, I suppose. Uh, it's evening somewhere, right? It's Sure. Yeah. That's how that works. Fine. Yeah. Well, except you know the plan- um, Earth is flat, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Owen, I thought what? maybe you Hello. bring some news to the table today. Hi. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I had, there's news this week. There's so fucking much of it. There's so much IP news this week. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. You guys won't believe how many big brand movies have news this week. And I'm not even sure if you're being sarcastic or not. This I, I mean, I'm I'm speaking the truth. There is an awful lot of it. I'm just being mm-hmm. facetious in how I'm describing it. Um, basically, it's all down to one fact, okay? Because this week is CinemaCon. I didn't know that was the thing. That's the official jingle. So CinemaCon, for the uninitiated, is not a public event. You can't buy tickets to it. It's not a regular con. What happens at CinemaCon is all of the big studios with upcoming releases um, towards the end of the year and early part of next year invite cinema owners to a convention essentially, and they yeah. show them a bunch of like behind the scenes like popcorn stuff. stands and chairs. And yeah, it's where they go out. to it. That's the only way you can buy an actual proper popcorn maker is at CinemaCon. But no, they yeah. show them, they show all the cinema owners and like cinema chains and all, all these people, they show them um, behind the scenes footage, making of stuff and teaser trailers and things for their upcoming yeah. releases to try and get them to be like, oh shit, yeah, we want to we need marketing for this. We, we're going to sell this. We want to sell... This is going to sell tickets kind of thing. So they they will have the movie in their theater, essentially. Hmm. And boy, golly, gosh, there's a whole lot of stuff <laughs> coming out at it. First of all, the big one, of course. Now, this was way back on Monday, believe it or not. So long ago. Hmm. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. The trailer. Now, it leaked... Oh, that was a trailer I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Was there a trailer? Yep. Now, it oh. le- now, 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 if you were, if you're a real fan like me, you watched the leaked trailer yes, the night I before, did. which was shot by some guy recording a phone, recording a screen, I think. <laughs> but yeah. Of course, yeah. that's the best way to watch it. That's how the filmmakers intended you to watch the movie. And I think yeah, that's yeah. how they're going to release it in, in into the world. Uh, yeah. So the trailer, Spider-Man No Way Home, came out on Monday. It has already, or it, in the first 24 hours, it broke the previous MCU record for most views on a trailer in 24 hours. Which Not was, surprising by the content of the trailer, yeah, to be it, fair. It was <laughs> the previous, so the previous record holder was Endgame, of course. Yeah. Uh, Endgame's trailer was viewed apparently 289 million times in the first 24 hours. Spider-Man No Way Home, 356 million in the first 24 hours. That is a decent chunk of the population of the earth, isn't it? That's a hella chunky numbers, baby. That's almost yeah. every person in America, I think, watched yeah. that trailer. Uh, yeah. why, why, I don't know. What do you think of it? 
look, I'd be lying if some of my nostalgia didn't kick in. So any of you want to watch it, there's going to be spoilers now. But like, obviously yeah, there were hints look. throughout the trailer for all sorts of villains that are returning. But hello, Peter. Oh, Parker, I'm not sure which one he said. That got me. Like, the de-aging is a bit weird, don't get me wrong. And I feel like they didn't have to do that necessarily, depending on the story, I guess. This is Alfred Molina's Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I've got to be honest. I mean, he's my favourite, like, Tobey Maguire's um, Spider-Man series villain. Easily. He's so good. Oh, he's amazing. Willem Dafoe, though. He's alright. Willem Dafoe goes like... He goes more of a... Like... like, I mean, yeah, that was that was good. That was fun, but he becomes yeah. more of a plot point later on in the series, anyway. Like they keep on mentioning, "Oh, look back to the Goblin, and now you're the Goblin, Hobgoblin, or whatever the fuck you want to be." But no, Doc Ock was actually like a character that was like personality to him, and he was a tragic character too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, this is the weird thing for me about this trailer, okay? Because yeah. I most of the reaction to the No Way Home trailer seems to ha- be people just going. Fuck me, Spider-Man 2 was so good, wasn't it? Isn't Spider-Man yeah. 2 one of the best movies ever? Whereas nobody's really talking about No Way Home. It's just like, dude, Spider-Man 2 was so good. Yeah. Which is, the only I thing guess, is, the purpose of it, but I, I, the movie... I have a worry. I have a worry. Because people who actually remember Spider-Man 2 is that Doc Ock kind of redeemed himself. Like he said, I will not become a monster, and he saves the day. And now, and apparently, based on what the actor says, like it's a continuation of his character from that movie from when he went into the water. So it's like, is he a good guy or a bad guy now in the new one? Like, I mean, I know it's been done sinisterly in that trailer. It's like, oh no, here he is. But he could potentially be on the good side as well. I, yeah, I don't know. My, my, I just, watching this trailer, I had a couple of takeaways. First being, I don't like Doctor Strange. I don't like <laughs> you don't like the I hoodie thing, like and the thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like I it. it. I, I didn't it like great. it. I don't like the the mug that everybody's raving about. Just go away. I don't. Oh, like, what was the mug again? What was the mug again? It has a picture of Fox, and it says. Oh yeah, that, that, that's just because it's been an internet mug for years. No, I it's guess true. Oh I just, my god, it's the mug. I wasn't crazy about him previously. I don't like it. I'm His not going to be weird. a fan if they're if they're going to be like, hey. Okay, so Peter needs a new mentor figure guy. Let's use Doctor Strange. He's basically. I don't think Tony that's what the trailer hints at. I don't at. know. It's just it, it, <laughs> not at all. I just don't, I don't know. I don't. I know. I'm not a fan of that relationship. Essentially, and for me, Spider-Man stories are better when they're smaller. And this just my yeah. whole every with each new thing, like not regarding obviously Alfred Molina showing up and skeleton bombs are back. All those things, I was like, oh, yeah. cool. I remember those. But I just kept thinking. This is they're doing it again. There, it's, it's happening. <laughs> like again. if you want to this take this Spider-Man's timeline, it's like he went saved Washington. Uh, then he saved what did he? Then he saved Europe. Then in Endgame, he's oh no, no the other way around. He's the universe. <laughs> then um Europe, which is you know still going up on a slope. Let's be fair. We and, say, he yeah, I mean, he's, and now he's. If, multi-dimensional he, timeline he saved <laughs> his his high school homecoming dance in the first yeah movie and a field trip bus and then then yeah. he was like oh shit bitch i'm in space what's going on i'm dead yeah. now and now he's back i mean i'll be and- real look i guess you like the friendly neighborhood spider-man that's that's your thing yeah 
Is that fair to say? And the thing is, I that's my favorite part of the first movie is when he just like like he gets like Chichuro for like saving some woman or helping her across the street. And he, he's just hanging out. I love that stuff as well. I really like the second movie as well when he. It was still fairly small. Like it wasn't a big grand thing. Like just a corrupt guy who was stealing stuff in ATMs and shit. In um, in Far From Home. Enough. Yeah, from Far From Home. Far From Home is Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They, no, Europe got a bit bigger yeah, again. That, yeah, yeah. He, and now suddenly yeah, the whole he, world knows who he is and all yeah, those kinds of things. Mysterio essentially know. destroys London and <laughs> Look, other, several other major cities yeah. in Europe. <laughs> I'm a bit worried that it'll just end up being the Spider-Man 3 of the original Tobey Maguire movies where they add every villain into yeah, it. That's and what it I'm looks saying. like they're adding every villain. That's what I'm like, saying. There's hints towards Sandman, and there's hints towards yeah, Lizards. And it's, they're even, <laughs> it's even the same villains that were in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> some of them, I saw, some of them, and some from Andrew Garfield um, universe yeah, as well. And it's this, but that's it. They had the same problem. It wasn't just Spider Man Three. Amazing Spider Man Two had the same problem. They tried to yeah. stuff a bunch of Sinister Six. Electros stuff in it, it as well. That's Jamie Foxx's Electros yeah. back, and it was. I just this time he it. doesn't have to wear be blue though, and he shoots. Uh, yellow electricity. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I just the more I watched uh, it, I just kept thinking, "Oh, I'm I'm worried." Now, look, Marvel have they've they've shown they can handle a large cast yeah. of characters and stuff, so maybe it'll be fine. But I don't know. Maybe it's something. About I hope it. they just don't make all the villains the same, like put in the same way as they were before, just by making this. I hope Doc Ock is at least not a bad guy in this. He might actually be a good. I hope yeah, so. I don't know. I, I would I... really love me Doc Ock being on the side of Spider Man. That'd be fucking cool to see. I yeah, uh, I don't think most of them will be in it much. No, I think I think I'm, the goblin probably will be a bit. Most of them will be he's like the villain, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. So Lizard that was, won't be there. For, Lizard will be there for like two seconds. No they, way is he going to be. They'll in sure. I hope they redesign him because mm. <laughs> he looks fucking yeah. like ass in the Andrew Garfield movie. Give, anyway, give but, us a lab coat. Yes, have the lab coat on. Just yeah, yeah. Just or just make him look like an actual lizard and not a yeah. Fucking, I don't have him. An egg from the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's Spider Man No Way Home. That was way back on Monday. That was the start of CinemaCon. Yeah. Ages ago nice. at this stage. Other things nice. to come from CinemaCon more recently. Um, in the last day or two so there's been other movies they have they've shown footage apparently for an upcoming full trailer for Jurassic World the three? new the new one three? what's it called Ex- extinction dominion oh, extinction extinction dominion? i don't know one of I whatever the new one is called whatever the new one is called it's coming out that has all the old characters coming back um, like Dr. Alan Grant and everybody from the original Jurassic Park is back yeah, which they I mean, fucking fucked us over with in the second one because all the trailers did. were like Jeff Goldblum's back and then he's in <laughs> he just, he, every scene was like court scene oh he's here he's here he's there for like two seconds and like okay. three minutes of him at the start of the movie just going yeah I dinosaurs don't do that <laughs> don't make dinosaurs in your labs people <laughs> <laughs> and then a, they made dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, it's such a terrible <laughs> movie. So these are kind of whatever is being released to CinemaCon. You can we can expect full proper trailers for it to be released pretty soon. So Jurassic World, the the new one, I really can't think of the proper name. It's either Extinction it or matter. Dominion, and it's it really doesn't matter. Uh, Top fine. Gun <laughs> Maverick. Yeah, I heard about that. Showed a trailer, and they showed uh, at CinemaCon the first like thirteen minutes of the movie. Apparently. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Apparently it looks real nice. The trailer is what you'd expect it to be. It opens with shots of some jets flying into the sunset while Danger Zone plays over them. So it's Top Gun, baby. <laughs> what more do you yeah. want? It's Top Gun. I fucking love Top Gun. Anyway, Top Gun and then the big one, of course, that just announced yesterday, I think. Um, you know, people are they're expecting this trailer really, really soon. So if by the time you're listening to this, it might already be out. Who knows? We don't know really because the movie's coming pretty soon. But The Matrix 4 finally has a title. Yeah, it does. It's called... And it, it makes very much sense that it's called yeah, this. It's called <laughs> The Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. Now, I, I don't saw, know what that means. I saw all. this. I saw this and my brain... First, my brain went, wasn't that what the last one was called? But it's not, obviously, but it's, it's just... It's revelations. They're just, they're just going for another writing. biblical term there. Like, those revelations, now those resurrections. And the most biblical term, lo- reloaded. You know? Yeah, when Jesus... When Moses Jesus, reloaded. Jesus um, Christ, reloaded. <laughs> uh, yeah, so The Matrix 4, that's coming in uh, December, I think. That's releasing. Yeah, we're so, actually going to... Re- we have that on our review as well. Yeah, we do. So we're doing uh, that when it now comes here's, out. Now, here's where if people... Okay, we mentioned tune out now for spoilers because I, I have... The, the trailer has been described across the internet. I know what happens in it. I'm about to talk about it. All right. Oh, what's okay. this? So the trailer for The Matrix Resurrections is apparently quite weird because it opens with uh, Keanu Reeves as Neo in therapy talking to a psychiatrist played by Neil Patrick Harris. Who, oh, no. Mm, yeah, and this is the opening of the trailer and Keanu Reeves is explaining to him these weird nightmares that he keeps having which are seem to be referring to the matrix and inferring that neo has no memory of the matrix doesn't know what it is anymore neil patrick harris then at the end of the session prescribes him two blue pills a day okay yeah all right you're still with me you're still with me okay then it it, it cuts to (laughs) neo and trinity meeting like bumping into each other in the street and they don't know each other they appear to have they never. They do know each know, other. They appear to have never <laughs> met before, and then Neo goes to some uh, some other place. I can't remember precisely, but he meets Morpheus. Okay, but it's a younger Morpheus, not being played by Lawrence Fishburne, because for some reason Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving are not back for the fourth one. So they've recast. They've cast some other guy to play a young Morpheus. And it's right. young Morpheus, and he's like, "Yo, what up, baby? Take one of these instead," and gives him a red pill. And then it cuts to a bunch of, like, it's Morpheus in the dojo and Neo, like, stopping trains with his mind powers and all this weird Matrix shit. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's, that's standard fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that's apparently... I hate the, the I kind of don't like that so far. So it's know? kind of like, we don't really know, but it's it seems to be that after the last one, they got rebooted or some shit. I, I don't really know, to be honest. I don't remember. The I imagine this <laughs> must be all in Neo's head because, I mean, Trinity died outside of the Matrix uh, yep. and Morpheus, I guess, is dancing in some cave naked with all the other humans on Earth. Yeah, who knows? But they're yeah. they're they're back. Jada Pinkett Smith is coming back as well. But Hugo Weaving is not, obviously. Agent Smith is dead. But he wasn't real. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, that, that was the big one. Matrix 4, Top Gun, Jurassic World, that one. Spider-Man, there, there was others as well, I think, but that's CinemaCon. I think it might be on. There might be more this evening, so excuse us for not uh, getting those in. Um, yeah. Other movie news then outside of CinemaCon is some casting news for the worst movie of all time. Uh, I don't know. I, possibly, it sounds like. So, uh, um, Wrinkle in Time's got a sequel? Yeah, what? no, so <laughs> it's, it's worse somehow. Is it? Um, 
the Lion King, the oh, the, the live re- action, the the, re- the, re- the remake. Um, I I not I refuse to call it live action. It's not live action. Yeah, I know. But I know. that's I'm the just... one I'm talking about. Um, yeah. So D- Disney are ma- no Disney are making a prequel about Mufasa and Scar. Um. Uh, no, it gets worse. Uh, they have hired um, Barry Jenkins to oh, no. direct it, which is the weirdest ca- uh, like director movie pairing I have ever heard. Barry Jenkins, mm-hmm. Oscar winner for Moonlight and another incredible pieces of filmmaking, is making a a, a CG animated. Disney Lion King prequel about young Mufasa and, and Scar. One. It just sounds so odd, but they've announced so um yeah, Disney announced they've cast young Mufasa and Star. Scar, not Star. Scar. Star. Maybe he'd have a better outlook on life if he was called Star <laughs> as a kid. Like, oh, this is Mufasa and you're Star and he goes, "Oh, no. what yeah. my brother?" So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what? So, Nothing. So, Kelvin Harrison Jr. and Aaron Pierre are voicing Mufasa and Scar. And this is set to okay. be a... Now, they're calling it... Um, th- basically, what they've said is it's to further explore the mythology of the iconic Lion King characters, including Mufasa's origin story. Not Scar. <laughs> Mufasa. Okay. I feel like that... I think Scar's probably the one they should check out. I, I mean, the only questions anyone had about Mufasa were actually none. No, who had any questions about no. Mufasa? Maybe he seems like he was maybe, probably treated better by his parents. Yeah, like maybe, <laughs> where's your wife? Maybe, but even then, she's Which she's knocking he, about. She's there. Is I think. she not I there? Know. I think she's there. Yeah, but she, she doesn't is. do a whole lot. I don't know if she's named. No, or she's there. She's there. Yeah. And then yeah, but people were like, well, "How did he get the scar? Why did his parent is the scar a nickname or what?" And then Disney, I think afterwards, were like, "No, no, Scar's not his real name. Mufasa just calls him that because he has a scar." <laughs> yeah, I think actually wow. his real name translates in African to garbage, though. Yeah, it's something like along those Scar's ones. real name, like yeah. which is again terrible parenting. Um. Um. Yeah. So there you go. There's some news for a movie that I haven't seen. The um, the nah. remake with Beyonce and all those dumb people in it. I don't ever want to see it. To be honest, I'm never going to watch it. So no, I'm not um, either. I, yeah. To be honest, I don't really. The only one I kind of liked in the live action was like Mowgli. Oh, you almost like the Jungle yeah. Book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, sorry. I keep making those up. To be fair, very similar. <laughs> no, Mowgli is the character from the Jungle Book. Okay. Yes. But, you know. <laughs> You get me, Jesus Christ! No, there was a movie called Mowgli, but it's a, it's not. There is there was another one called Mowgli. Oh, this is stupid. <laughs> this is just stupid. Come on. Yeah, it's real dumb. I think Mowgli was the one that um, what's his name? Uh, da, 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 da. really famous motion capture mm-hmm. actor, Lord of uh, the Andy Rings, Circus. Andy Circus. I think Andy Circus directed a movie called Mowgli that was a live action. He did, yeah. Thing. I remember um, that now. But that's separate to the Disney one. The Disney one is the one that has Christopher Walken playing um, the king of the swingers. I'm king of the jungle, baby. Sure. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's, uh, perfect. Yeah. Did, well, yeah, yeah all right. Thanks, man. You can come back to us, record later on again. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Walken. Have to call him Mr. Walken. It's very weird. Oh, yeah. yeah, so there yeah. you go. Um, One final news piece on my end, I think. I think, And it's just something I thought was nice. Okay, so it was announced. Uh, yesterday, that Australia, um, what? <laughs> yesterday, yes, that Netflix and the BBC are um, 
I'm going to say conspiring. That's definitely the wrong word. They're teaming I mean, up. No, no, it is no, a no, I mean, it maybe. is, yeah, but it's this is good news, so it's not really, I don't know. They are yeah. teaming up. The, they've announced that they are um, putting a bunch of funding into developing and uh, produce, co-producing, so BBC and Netflix together, producing mm. shows from um, disabled creatives. So they have okay. said that they are now considering submissions from projects from UK-based producers that have been created or co-created by writers who identify as deaf, disabled, and or neurodivergent. Um, so this That's is awesome. a big project yeah. that they're working on, the BBC and Netflix. Um, they are, they're holding like a webinar thing coming up soon yeah. that producers can attend to give them a lowdown on yeah. how to submit their projects and briefing them on everything. Um, and they are Honestly, going to... Like- I kind of like this is great news because I mean if we can say one thing about media in general is that it's kind of stagnating so any new perspectives in media is very welcome just on a practical level for me obviously it's also great to highlight people who are usually pushed to the side when it comes to creative uh, projects mm, but yeah more than anything it's it's new stories new perspectives mm. that's, that's yeah cool and shit, like that's you know? what, it's interesting in that i i feel like this is something they've planned but it can be taken as a reactionary thing because they've announced this a couple of days after um god what's his name jack thorne is his name he wrote he's a writer on enola holmes the netflix sherlock holmes little sister movie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he did a big like lecture at the Edinburgh TV festival a couple of days before the, a couple of days ago. So back last weekend, I think where he basically said that the television industry in particular has failed disabled people completely and their stories don't get told. And that he, he kind of went on a bit of a mad one with it. He was saying things like that gender, race and sexuality are all rightly discussed at length but disabled yeah. people's stories get relegated to just side characters and nothing at yeah. this point and blah, blah blah so it you know it could be seen oh, as I can't agree. yeah yeah i can see no he had a point he definitely has yeah, a point yeah, yeah. it's just interesting that it's a couple of days after that that the netflix and yeah i imagine are. this has been in the works for a while yeah it's not fair. you know it's and not something he, they just here's the thing he might have a lecture to tell people but i'm fairly sure he probably has gone to people like the bbc and have said this Per, like in private to them I'd as imagine well. so yeah he worked yeah, he, yeah, Enola yeah. Holmes was a Netflix movie yeah 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 so he knows people in Netflix so it's probably yeah. a thing maybe he was working on it uh, as well and the BBC so. have been trying like I'm not the biggest fan of BBC uh, these days but they they definitely have been trying to have more minorities involved and like they've have regulations and hiring all this kind of stuff so I'm not surprised by this move and I mean I'm looking forward to seeing some interesting things to watch to be honest yeah, so there you go. Some positive news, everybody. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So, um, on my end, for movies anyway, um, it's just going to be oddly three um, bits of news about S- Sylvester Sloan. <laughs> I guess that's all I have for you today. <laughs> so, okay. uh, the Sylvester Sloan uh, reveals that the Expendables spin-off um, will start filming uh, fairly soon. Um, and the spin-off is apparently called Christmas Story. What? Christmas Story is who, the Expendables spin-off. Who is it? Who are they spinning off? From the Expendables. Yeah, but who though? I I'm not sure. Um, like Sylvester Stallone's character. I because he direct he like makes those, doesn't he? He did, did, did yeah, like, yeah, his, yeah. His He's a producer, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just well, wonder I mean, which of the action movie juggernauts they thought. Yeah, that guy could hold his own movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, Sylvester yeah, I, Stallone, I, for the first time, looked at Arnold Schwarzenegger and thought, yeah, I guess he can do a movie on his own. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like it would be fairly different to um, movies we've probably seen from Sylvester Stallone. Um, maybe it's just the old crew from Expendables just like coming together for Christmas. Like just everyone just chilling out and you know, it's all about family. Yeah. And you know? it, Bruce Willis is just rocking back and forth screaming about Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, or just giving out or Bruce Willis just giving out about acting in general how he doesn't like to act and still yeah. takes just money. Just being, you know? just being Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is a prick. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, also Sylvester Stallone's uh, superhero thriller Samaritans. Uh, th- th- that's that's still on the horizon. Um, it's meant to be very like bone crunching and like severe and hard going. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Like they're working on that still. Um, and I mean, it's not the first time Sylvester Stallone has been in like superhero related stuff, but I mean, he was kind of a superhero throughout the nineties and eighties, wasn't he? In like everything he was in, except like Rocky. He like Sylvester Stallone himself was a yeah. superhero, I guess. Yeah. 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 I, he played, yeah, he, he was Judge Dredd for a time. He was Judge He's, Dredd. And he, what was that one where of. Demolition Man, wasn't that the future one? Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, and that that was basically a super Rambo movie. sort of turn. Rambo, turn yeah, yeah. Not, he's not in the first one, but in the uh, subsequent movies, he kind of became a yeah. super war man kind of thing. But yeah, um, it's the trailer out now. Um, go check it out. It's apparently set in some sort of future society. He's like a junker. He's old because he's Sylvester Stallone, and Sylvester Stallone is old now. Um, I think it's fair. It's not. It's not even a thing to. That's fair to say. Sure. Yes. <laughs> By calculation, an older man. And then Sebastianos also teased that the director's cut of Rocky Four um, could be coming soon. They've used some scenes that um, were not in the original, and he's like kind of teased this by having a picture of him and um, Ivan Drago, like like squaring up against each other and yeah there will be a new trailer coming out for that soon um i you like the rocky movies now don't you 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 were kind of cold on them before but then you start watching rocky um yeah i still haven't seen all of them i'm pretty sure yeah. uh i've seen the first i always mix them up is, yeah. which one does he fight ivan drago in originally is that four or three That's four That's yeah four okay i've seen the yeah. first four I've yeah. seen. I think the one I haven't seen is Rocky Balboa. I think you haven't seen Balboa. I don't think so. I've seen like I know I've seen both Creeds and I really enjoy them. And yeah, then of both. the first four, I the first one is a good movie. I don't particularly care for the second two, and the fourth one is great because it's pretty stupid. Yeah, that's fairly fair. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean that's my Sylvester Stallone news. For this week, I'll have more next week. Of course, are you, you know? are you telling me there was Star Trek news today, and you're not going to talk about it? Oh, what Star Trek news was there? Ah, I know Star Trek news that Dan doesn't know. Go on. Do you understand the Star Trek news by any chance? Not at all. I <laughs> I saw a news article. They cast some guys in something called Star Trek Prodigy. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, Star Trek Prodigy is still very fairly new on the block, so. It's probably well, a character that we don't know yet. Well, they've cast the guy from Fringe, 
Which guy from Fringe? There's a few guys the, in Fringe. The old, the old guy. He was, oh, Benethor. Um, John Noble is the actor's name. He was yeah. also somebody else. He, they cast him, and they cast. Um, oh God, I can see him in front of me. Um, he, he's in Westworld. You've seen Westworld. The black fella, or no, he's like young, kind of white guy. Kind of looks like Dane DeHaan. He normally plays like a snake. He's the he's in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's the greasy guy. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. You know I don't remember the cast. I'm not good with names. The cast those guys in. Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Prodigy. Um, been watching Lower Decks. Lower Decks was out today, so obviously, what people it was yesterday when you hear this. Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, Prodigy is definitely more aimed at kids, but honestly, the animation stuff looks really cool, and I love Janeway. So yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, shall we go over to gaming news? Sure. Okay, do you have any gaming news, or is it me again? Um, no. Okay, that's grand. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, just to explain to people who are listening to the podcast, Owen looks frightened and confused. I saw a trailer for a game that people were raving about, but I can't remember the name of it. Is it Doki V? I have no idea. It was all. It was uh, Asian. Yeah, Doki V. Is that it? It's it, yeah. people were raving it's about a the graphics. South Korean. And stuff? Yeah, it, it, it yeah, it was just uh, these uh, basic kids uh, like skateboarding and fighting monsters. Out of oh town. no, absolutely not what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. Well, you close and, you talk on. about that, and I'll find the other thing. <laughs> Do you? okay. So, um, for people who like Black Desert Online. Um, the creators of that, Pearl Abyss, a South Korean studio, are working on an, an MMO called Dokev. Um, it honestly, it kind of looks like GTA and Pokemon had a baby because it has all the color and charisma and fun of like a Pokemon game, but it looks like you're basically running riot around a town, skateboarding, uh, space hoppering using like umbrellas to fly across town and and it's it's honestly it's such a gorgeous looking game and the mad thing is you you'll watch the entire trailer and i might throw the trailer into the comments uh so people can check it out but you watch it and think oh yeah these are really cool cutscenes and stuff but they're not like all the like falling over and sort of like really cool animations are all gameplay graphics so like I'm really looking forward to it because it looks like an MMO that's not just, oh, we're in fantasy ages or it's the far off future of sci-fi and you have to level up your character to a million with carpentry or something. And it's like, all right, yeah. I mean, I played it many times. Don't get me wrong. I like MMOs that way, but this just seems like an MMO that's more about fun and creativity and like, like cool robots to beat up. It looks nice. Now, Owen, now tell me. <laughs> I found it. I found it. Yeah, found go it. on. I, found it. I, actually, I actually also thought of other gaming news that I saw this week. But this one, it's called Black Myth Wukong. Okay. okay. It's from a Chinese developer. It's been made in Unreal Engine 5. And they released like 12 or 13 minutes of footage of it. Um, like a couple of days ago. Okay. And it looks incredible. It's a it's an action adventure RPG. Um, looks pretty awesome. So everybody, go look at that. It's not due. It's not due out for another two years or something. But um, I think yeah. maybe something like that. But it looks great so far in the trailer. Nice, looks nice. pretty. Looks awesome. And the other one then is Marvel have a game coming out. 
Another one. They do. Oh, I, I saw one. that. I was like, yeah. excited. Another and one. then I stepped back when they, well, I'm going to let you talk and I'll tell you why I have a problem. <laughs> so they're, they're making a game called Midnight Suns. Yes. Which is, honestly, I have no idea. Something, some, there's a demon escaping, from, Lilith is escaping from the underworld because probably Doctor Strange did something stupid and you have to, I don't know, <laughs> Ghost Rider is there. I think it's just the thing now from now on for Marvel. Like, isn't I'm, it? I, honestly, Doctor Strange does something stupid. The, the <laughs> clip from the start of the trailer for the game is like the same scene from the No Way Home trailer, but it's like <laughs> animated. It's Doctor Strange and some woman standing over a thing and she's like, oh, this isn't going to blow. And he's like, shut the fuck up, I'm Doctor Strange. And then the world falls apart and a demon rises from the nether realms. And all these, like, I don't know, I think Blade is there. Wolverine is in it. Ghost, yeah. it's like the team appears to be Blade, uh, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, um, and then the main character whose name I can't think of, but she's like Lilith's daughter or something. Okay, um, so it's all like the tougher It's all the like, like, I'm tough and I kill people and I'm, I'm a little yeah. bit mean kind of characters, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw it. The, f- the game itself, like, design-wise, in terms of the animation and the characters and stuff, looks like Injustice. Um, yeah. So I w- I, as I was watching it, I thought, oh, is this just a fucking fighting game? It's not. Apparently it's an RPG. But, um, yeah, that's Midnight Suns. That's coming out, too. Yeah, uh, now I'll tell you what my problem is. <laughs> um, I got really excited by it because it was, like, from the creators of XCOM. And have you ever played XCOM? Um, not enough that I know or care. But you know the general idea of XCOM I have heard works. it. I know. It's I've a battlefield heard of XCOM, and you yeah. pull the characters to certain parts of the map and it's a, it's a Marvel game by the creators of XCOM. Like, like, oh my god. Command and Conquer. Kind of. Battlefield Middle yeah. Earth. No. no. Okay. It's <laughs> not like any of those. It's a turn-based kind of like you push people like each turn to a certain part of the map and they can do moves and you know you have like team-based strategy stuff, right? And I thought that sounds fucking awesome for Marvel. And then they went, and it'll play nothing like XCOM. And I went, oh, all right. I mean, it, so it's just another, like, smasher shite thing. I hope I'm proven wrong. Right, but, I don't know, it's um, RPG. Yeah, I mean, but look, man, what game that comes out nowadays doesn't have RPG elements of some sort? FIFA has fucking RPG elements. Yeah, but it's not an RPG elements. It's an RPG. Yeah, what's the fucking difference anymore? <laughs> it doesn't muck. Anyway, um, I got more news. Uh, I'm going to say that stupid question I ask every time. You like Elder Scrolls? What? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, don't know her. Don't know her, okay. Uh, so there was a game before Skyrim. Most people apparently don't remember this anymore. Called Oblivion. Including Bethesda, seems to have forgotten that there were games before Skyrim. <laughs> but it's um, Bethesda, um, Oblivion. And it came out recently that James McAvoy was so absolutely hooked on Oblivion, he had to burn his disc to escape it. It was like taking over his life. He wasn't going to work, he wasn't doing things. And he had to literally just, like burn to stop himself from playing it which I I appreciate uh, because I definitely was there but I didn't burn the disc and now my life is a podcast so you know there we are um yeah 
another bit of uh, Owen. You like Fortnite, don't you? I f- no. You love it. Cool. Absolutely right. fucking not. Okay, absolutely door. I I mean, look, we'll Photoshop you into a Fortnite character if you want later on. Oh, I don't want. Yeah, um, I know you're looking forward to it. Um, but you know what else you love? Um, Fortnite and Martin Luther King. You know, I saw something briefly about mentioning those two words, names, earlier. And I I thought it was an article from The Onion. No, it is not. You can now, in Fortnite, watch a TV screen that has Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s most famous speech, I Have a Dream. Remember last, remember in the uh, wrinkle in time when I said society had reached its peak? We've gone too far the other side of it. Yeah. At the time, I was maybe being over the top. Now I believe those words. Um, So, like, apparently, um, but one of the words that's honestly, progress players through experience and bring to life important themes of Dr. King's speech. We move forward when we work together. Who allowed this? <laughs> who who said who in the fucking no no I'm sorry I mean no who in the Martin Luther King estate like when for like Epic Games approached them were like yo let's oh, I need to get fucking preteens into Martin Luther King I think he's awesome dude let me put him in my fucking battle royale shitty battle fucking everything's a shit show game and his whatever went yeah great that's that's, so, um, that's nuts that's crazy it's also kind of bad that you know the game is a shooting game and Dr. King was assassinated what kind of a world do we live in it literally it feels like if you went 10 years back and told people this it would be pure satire it'd be but like they're so this is one of those like the news headlines today just don't make sense anymore do they like if you read them unless you know like fucking 700 other things happening in the world of media you don't know what the fuck there's just words no it could be a foreign language for all you know yeah <laughs> like it's so, it really is it's yeah. so weird oh yeah. god and look the last bit of news that's just kind of interested me um Ixion Ixion um there's a new gameplay release of that a while ago they had um a little trailer where it showed so the, the game is about a spaceship that can travel really far and it's all about base building and having things in the ship and, you know, surviving long trips. But the trailer's really cool um, on Steam, where when they first try to leave Earth, they accidentally, because they have to leave Earth, because this is a journey about, like, finding a new world because Earth has too much pollution, climate change. Basically, it's not habitable for humans anymore. They want to get away. And when they try to escape, this is real cool clip of people like at a, like, I don't know, I guess at the commencement of the launch and the ship blows up the moon. And now the ship is the only thing that could like push humanity forward. And it's a game that's probably coming out next year. But like, if you like base building and that kind of stuff, like this looks like a lot of fun. 
Um, but yeah, that's just something to keep an eye on for anyone who's interested into that kind of stuff. Martin Luther King oh, and Fortnite. I've I remembered more gaming news. There okay, was a gaming on. thing on this week, some sort of convention type thing, right? Yes. And they announced a new Age of Empires. Yes. I saw Age that. Of Age of Empires was announced before. Well, they they showed a tr- full trailer with like gameplay yeah. footage and new features and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Age of Empires 4, it's, it's been coming for a while now. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I will say it sounds like a daft thing to give off about, but it's like they've now have the assets on the map be 3D and you think it looks too good for an Age of Empires game oh it doesn't though it doesn't even look good <laughs> no it, it doesn't looks look like it, it looks yeah. like kind of dead yeah. doesn't it yeah it didn't Whereas look the, I know like, pixely but it had character there's a little it, bit of it was kind of it was it. kind of like they wanted to update all the graphics and everything but they were yeah. too afraid to be like oh but if we change Age of Empires completely people are going to be like that's not Age of Empires Age of Empires yeah. doesn't look like that so they got stuck somewhere in the middle and it's yeah. just like weird, half finished looking. The thing is, I don't need think Age of Empire needs three D stuff. I really don't. Yeah, you didn't really need to change anything. Yeah, like Age of Empires two was kind of the peak. Just keep giving us DLC of that. Which, to be fair, Age of Empires two has a hell of a lot of DLC. So much DLC, and I've been playing it again because it's a fantastic game. Peak game RTS, love it. But yeah, that's it from me today. Uh, folks, like always, please like, comment, subscribe, share on our social media. It helps us a great deal. Even people just there recently liking a few things and commenting. We started getting likes from strangers, which is wonderful to see. Um, so you'd be doing us a great favor if you share us around. I know it's annoying if us keep saying it, but we need to kind of push out there. Anyway, that's it for me. Say goodbye, Owen. Good evening. And we'll see you on Tuesday for our splitting hairs. Yeah, we fucking will. (laughs) Goodbye. Astrolog. Super Grant.